0: Hey y'all! I'm Lit the Small Black Woman, and you're listening to Spacetime Music, the podcast exploring music through samples and covers. On today's episode, DJ Habit takes a walk on the wild side. Oh yeah! Welcome to the podcast photographer director music lover and my favorite human being dj habit dj habit is not your government name just like lid as the small black woman is not mine but it's what i like to call your music name
1: mhm yes well thank you it is indeed my dj name i was a dj for um a few years
0: mhm and what do you do now
1: now i uh make films and pictures that help sell various products <laughs> in an advertising agency. Uh-huh,
0: uh-huh. But you're still very much a music lover.
1: Yes, I am. Mm-hmm. Um, I played in bands when I was younger. played mm-hmm. guitar. Mm-hmm. Um, I still play guitar. And at the moment, I'm not pursuing any any uh, avenues to take that to the greater than general public so it's mostly for myself mm-hmm. sometimes for my children and, so, and <laughs> sometimes for you
0: and sometimes for me yes you find it soothing meditative I find when you play your guitar it is yes
1: mm-hmm. very much
0: okay well before we go into your uh the samples that you have brought for us to listen to um I want to dig into your musical taste your musical background to give the listeners the sense of the filter through which you're listening to the music uh, that we'll be exploring in today's episode. So first off, we already know your DJ name, mm-hmm. DJ Habit, and what was your first and or favorite 45 or LP that is record?
1: Well, <clears throat> my first was a, um, was a 45 that was uh, uh, given to me by my bank.
0: By your bank?
1: Yes, it was a campaign by, by, by Landsbankin. So this was so a bank you, here in Iceland. A bank in Iceland that when, they, when you, they had this campaign, there was this troll, his name was Trötli, <laughs> okay. and they released a, a 45 with his songs. Wow. And um, you got a, a piggy bank that was the troll
0: uh-huh.
1: when you opened your bank account, and this 45. I still remember the song. Wow
0: can you sing a little
1: bit of it for us Wow. did this
0: did this make the charts in Iceland this tune
1: I don't know okay. I was I was uh, like five. Okay So I'm, I I wasn't really following the charts
0: Okay I might have to dig through some things Or maybe you can dig through it and get back to us mm-hmm. it Sounds like it, w- it would have been a hit At least uh, in the under 10s maybe mm-hmm. Okay And what was your first cassette? Cassette tape
1: Um. Well my first cassette that was notable at least Was a, um, I, I, somebody taped the album The double album Rock i Reykjavik Mm-hmm Seminal album in the Icelandic music scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the soundtrack of a documentary of the same name, Rock in Reykjavik. Rock in Reykjavik. Mm-hmm. On it are everybody in the music scene at the time. The you know the 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 post the eighties music scene, the early early eighties music scene. Mm-hmm. The movie is shot in like nineteen eighty one and two, and like everybody that. Later became a member of the Sugar Cubes, is in the film like Björk and and all of these people. You know, they're all in the film, but in different bands. Mm-hmm. This is pre-Sugar Cubes, and um, so this is a the you know this is a movie that shaped this is a this is a soundtrack to a movie that really shaped the generation of of uh, music lovers in Iceland, rock and rollers, punk rock. It's punk rock, really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it was you know stars were made. Mm-hmm. in that movie and it was also not just for stars made it's also the, the it's what formed the DIY movement and 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 like created the ethos of that movement mm-hmm. like and that still
0: persists of, today in Iceland there's still a lot of do it yourself music like absolutely. you want to be in a band you want to do music just do it
1: yeah absolutely and half of the bands in this film like the members of the bands were teenagers mm-hmm. you know like as as young as like 12 Wow And <laughs> they're, they're legendary Like their music lives on You know They're adored still mm-hmm. But you know They're not Professional musicians And never were
0: Right That's a very 80s, 90s thing Also with the You're saying that a friend Like taped it for you
1: Yes So that was my first The cassette that I had You know Later later I brought the uh, Later on I, I bought the record But Yeah But the cassette was You know I had the cassette for a long time And listened to it forever
0: And wore it out I'm sure. Like stretch. Did you stretch it? Was it all warped? Probably. (laughs) Okay. So moving on. What was your first and or favorite CD?
1: Well, I don't know what was my favorite CD, but I do remember my first CD purchases. Mm -hmm. um, I had. I bought. I always bought a lot of records. Mm -hmm. Had a lot of vinyl. And I didn't have a... It was 1988. I didn't have a CD player yet. Because Mm -hmm. they hadn't become common. At least not here in Iceland. Right. But I went on a trip to New York with my dad. Mm -hmm. And I went to a record store there. And I bought the entire Clash catalog.
0: You bought the entire Clash catalog on CD?
1: And um, I bought a Bob Dylan album, Mm -hmm. National Skyline. And I bought... Uh, the Jesus and Mary Chain uh, Darklands mm-hmm. So those are my first CDs And of course in 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 that purchase Are some of my favorite albums Such yeah. as London Calling And right. Jesus and Mary Chain And, and, um, and Dylan too really mm-hmm. Although maybe not that particular album So yeah Those are my first uh, CDs That's... And I didn't even have a CD player
0: <laughs> You were preparing Yeah
1: it's I think I think it was two more years until I got a CD player.
0: So how were you listening to them, then?
1: I wasn't. I mean, I had them all you on vinyl. You were just saving them. I had them all on vinyl. Yeah,
0: okay, you had them on vinyl, but you wanted to make sure you had all the the yeah. current formats.
1: Yeah, and they were cheap in America, you know?
0: Cheaper. Because to Americans, they were not cheap. But for an I- Iceland, I'm sure they were cheaper. Yeah. Um, And do you remember your first MP3?
1: No, I don't really. Um the first stuff that i you know that would have been in like the late 90s mm-hmm. and i was working at a record label then mm-hmm. uh, in iceland called tule music and it was probably around that time that i got used to the idea of listening to di- to electro- to to music digital
0: digital music yeah
1: and um so it probably would have been, like, Moom or one of the bands on, on that label mm-hmm. that sort of, you know, ended up on my computer and, like, was, I was listening to in that way. Mm-hmm. But I can't say I remember exactly what that was.
0: Okay. So moving on, getting more of the musical picture of, of DJ Habit, what's your go-to getting ready to go out, music, genre, or song? Like, right, get yourself pumped.
1: Well, um, Let's do this. I, you know, I'm like a lighthouse. I never go out. Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> and as you can hear, I'm also a father.
0: <laughs> I was about to say, it's a real hardcore dad joke. Yes. Uh-huh.
1: So, no, I mean, you know, I don't do that anymore. But, but you um, know, like back in the day. Back in the day, yeah. Back in the day, yes. Absolutely. I mean, there was a, a few, a few, you know, a few things, you know, like, in the '90s, it was all about, all about the Brit pop and uh, and uh, well, it was first it was about the more about the Manchester stuff, mm-hmm. like Happy Mondays okay. and uh, Stone Roses, mm-hmm. and um, there was this one particular album that me and my friends used to call the Friday album because mm-hmm. that was the music we listened to on Fridays. When See, we that's were, what when I'm talking we about. Getting,
0: the Friday album.
1: Yeah, when we were going out, you know, that was pills, thrills, and belly aches.
0: Okay, so that's it then.
1: And. Um, you know, and then there are, you know, things like Suede, Stone Roses, which I mentioned already, I think, Blur, mm-hmm. Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds, mm-hmm. Orb. So f- some different things through mm-hmm. through through the years.
0: Yeah. And what's your rainy day, contemplative, kind of pensive, moody song or genre?
1: It's the same as everybody else's. Miles Davis, Kind of Blue. <laughs> right?
0: <laughs> uh, it is perfect for that. It's per- It's a perfect album. Yeah, yeah. It makes you feel like you're very deep, even if you're not.
1: Mm-hmm. Um.
0: And what do you have on heavy rotation right now?
1: This band that I just discovered called Tropical Fuckstorm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Tropical Foxstorm. All yes. right. You know, what's the What's the Tropical name? Tropical
1: Foxstorm of... are from uh, Australia.
0: Mm-hmm. Are they young kids? Are they mm-hmm. old folks? Who are they? They
1: are. What do you know about them? They're not. Yeah, they're, they're young. They're not young kids. They're probably in their late 20s, possibly okay. early 30s. That's
0: that's young kids. Come on. And, we, 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 uh, kidding.
1: No, young kids are, are teenagers. Okay. So this I, album... I'm this, just
0: saying you could have fathered them is what I'm saying. I that s- makes them young kids. Yes.
1: The singer might be a little bit older. I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, they're a band they are four-piece, uh, a singer, guitar player, and uh, all the... Uh, he's, a th- that's a, he's a guy. All the other members of the bands are band are women. Okay. Interesting band. Mm-hmm. Uh very Australian.
0: Okay. What what do you mean by very Australian? They're very, them-
1: very moody, very mm-hmm. um, uh sort of aggressive and uh un unhinged.
0: Unhinged. All like,
1: right. Like, you know, other Australian icons such as AZDZ, Bee Gees, and Nick mm-hmm. Cave.
0: Yeah, the Bee Gees real unhinged. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. totally.
1: They do a Bee Gees cover actually. <laughs> they do. Staying Alive. Okay. It's excellent.
0: You heard it here first, folks. Um, oh, we maybe we should play that a little bit of that cover if I can find it. Yeah,
1: sure. Yeah, yeah, you'll find it.
0: Yeah, I'll pop it in here for you guys. <laughs>
1: No time to talk. Music one been kicked around was It's okay. You may the other way. We can try
0: to understand. All right, so now on to your, your samples mm-hmm. that you brought the way I like to listen to them, and we can do it differently if it occurs differently in your mind, in your music mind, I like to listen to the originals first Mm -hmm. and then to the songs that they're sampled in. Mm -hmm. So you can hear like what the original song sounded like and then you hear like how it's been used by another artist Mm -hmm. in a sample or as a cover. Would you like to do it that way or do you prefer to go... Yeah, that's fine. That's fine? All right.
1: So the first... The first time I ever heard about sampling mm-hmm. was in the early eighties. Okay, when the big audio when Big Audio Dynamite released their first album. Big Audio Dynamite was Mick Jones's band. Mick Jones was the guitar player and and singer of Clash, mm-hmm. lead guitar player and singer.
0: Okay, so you you didn't come th- to it through hip hop. No, interesting.
1: Yes, exactly. I didn't start to listen to hip hop until in the nineties. Right, and uh,
0: well, my listeners will know that. I believe that it's the golden era of hip hop, the nineties. Sure, yeah, but carry on.
1: But I didn't really. Yes, but I'm I'm talking late nineties. Oh, okay. And um so this song, The Clash had actually spent a lot of time in New, so, in New York. Mm-hmm. This is not The Clash, but this is this is Mick Jones's band, Post Clash, and they met a lot of early hip hop pioneers. They uh, mm. hung out with these guys called Futura Two Thousand, mm-hmm. who were more of an art collective, I think, than straight-up musicians. Mm -hmm. And they got introduced to this idea of sampling and rapping and, you know, these things that they had never encountered before. And it filters into Big Audio Dynamite a lot. Okay. And uh, they used, in the song, The Medicine Show, they Mm -hmm. used samples from Ennio Morricone's The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, the theme from from the, the main title from the... Movie, mm-hmm. The iconic Spaghetti Western. Uh, yeah, that, song uh, that, that sound
0: that everybody knows. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> and they also use sample a lot of dialogue from the movie. Okay. So they kind of create the song. They create a song called The Medicine Show, which is about the medicine show. You know, like the guy going between towns in the Wild West on their covered wagon mm-hmm. selling shit to people. And they create the ambience of the song out of this, out of the movie, kind of like with dialogue and with this this um, this sample. And okay. then the song is, you know, um, very much in, you know, there's a lot of sort of early electronic music vibe in it, you know, so, you know, like like cut up beats and mm-hmm. you know, it's a little bit of hip hop.
0: Yeah. Okay, so let's first let's play a little bit of the original from the main title of The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. So that's a pretty iconic song. If you haven't seen the movie, see the movie. And you'll have a, mo- uh, a little more context for it as well. Um, but you were saying, while we were listening to that, that the sample that's used in Medicine Show comes...
1: It comes rather late in the song. Late they use in a ba- song. They use a bunch of samples from the dialogue of the movie up mm. front in the song. Okay. Uh, and... Uh, it kind of creates a little bit of, it sets the scene for the mm-hmm. song. Mm-hmm. And then, but but this particular, there, wow, 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 that, that comes kind of late in the song.
0: Oh, okay. So we'll just listen to that section. Let's see if we can find goods. it. Selling stolen
1: goods, passing counterfeit money, and contrary to the laws of this day,
0: That's not really the typical use of a sample. I mean, there there have been plenty of instances where they play like a little bit of a clip from a movie, but it seems to be throughout in the song.
1: Yes, yes. It's yeah, it's not what you think of when you when you think of samples and stuff.
0: Yeah, not at all.
1: So, it's interesting. And then this was kind of, you know, I remember when I heard this and and this idea of sampling was around, but you didn't really know what it was. Mhm. So the idea of sort of looping beats and things like that, right. I, I, I didn't really know about that at this time. Hmm. So sampling was a bit of a mystery still.
0: That's fascinating.
1: Mm-hmm. And uh, so, you know, I don't, remem- I don't remember when I was f- keenly aware of that for the first time. Probably around the early 90s when... Some friends of mine had uh, a band that were they were doing sampling and loops and things like that as part of the, uh, you know, it was a, sort of a rock band, but they they used a lot of sampling mm-hmm. loops um, as beats, and uh, and then there was this, which is my next example, which is a different band, but it's mm-hmm. an Icelandic band. They're called Guskus. Yeah, Guskus, and they sample Cool uh, in the Gang. Jungle jazz.
0: <laughs> not what I was expecting you to say.
1: <laughs> Why not?
0: Well, I, when I think of Gus Gus, I think well, I mean they they are they they're dancy, but I don't really think funky necessarily. Yeah. Which is, I know a lot of people aren't going to say they're going to say cool. The gang is not funk. It's much more you know kind of mainstreamy R and B ish. But they're still they're still a funk band at yeah. heart. Yeah. So that's not what I think of when I think duskus.
1: Yeah, but you know, they're uh, they're Icelandic funk, they're Northern <laughs> funk. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, sure, sure. I don't, Okay, we'll we'll go with that. Uh, shall we listen to Jungle Jazz by Cool in the Gang? Yeah. Okay. Me, they use the cowbell because that cowbell is used a lot in different hip hop tunes. Do they use the cowbell?
1: They absolutely use the cowbell, of course, they use and cowbell. the beat more and, cowbell, uh, yeah. And uh, I mean, they did, they did a great job with this this beat and uh, what they did with it, it's really unique. And um, they had to pay Cool and the Gang like I think 90% of their royalty for the royalty of the songs. <laughs> 90% and uh, well,
0: can I just say I'm glad they did? I mean, well, Gus Gus is much more well known outside of Iceland because I feel like a lot of times here in Iceland. They kind of used some things and don't really tell anybody it used it. Oh, just kind of that didn't happen in commercials and all kinds of things.
1: Especially back then. Yeah. Especially back then. But Guscus, of course, were, you know, they were, I think they were released by a major label.
0: Also, mm. oh, they had to get clearance. Yeah, for yeah, yeah.
1: They were released by. I mean, initially they were released here in Iceland, and I'm sure they didn't have. They they they, they didn't have any clearances at that point. Mm-hmm. So when they got signed to 4AD, which was then sub sub licensed to uh, Warner in uh, the U.S., mm-hmm. they had to clear all their samples, and that was a. Yeah, that was a. Yeah, that's a big one. Yeah, that was a, that was a process.
0: So, now I want to hear firsthand how they make use of that sample. This is believe by Gus, Gus. They go hard on that cowbell.
1: They do. Uh, it's a very uh, atmos- but it's
0: electronicy.
1: It's very electronicy. It's faster, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and the sound is very sort of. It's kind of dark.
0: Mm-hmm. It's uh, uh, uh. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It's mm-hmm. it's Nordic soul. It's Nordic, Nordic soul. soul. <laughs> Not northern soul. That's the British thing. This is Nordic. <laughs> oh,
0: it's the goodness. soul of a ghost. It's the soul of a ghost. <laughs> Oh, my goodness.
1: Oh, Lord. So, so I'm, I'm actually going to change my mind about the last song.
0: Oh, you're changing your mind? Yes. Oh, 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 wait, do a little rewind sound in here.
1: I'm going to go with uh, my favorite hip-hop song. Okay. And uh, that is Hip Hop array.
0: Hip hop hooray by Naughty, Naughty by Nature. Naughty by Nature. Of course. Out of New Jersey.
1: Out of New Jersey. Newark, right?
0: Are they from Newark? I thought so. Probably.
1: Yeah. It's uh it's a great song. I uh, it's it's uh when I heard it I don't remember when I heard it the first time, but it just for me that hadn't had that much, I mean I heard it way well, years after it came out, <laughs> of course. Uh, because I wasn't really listening to hip hop until much later, right? When, when did that song come out? Early nineties.
0: Did it? No, no, it came out. Let me see. I was in high school when it came out. I, I might have been a senior, so it was like mid nineties. Mid nineties. Okay. Yeah, that's like maybe like ninety four, ninety
1: three. So it wasn't that much later that I heard it, but um, what I love about that song is is the it's it's the attitude mm. and the, sort of the grandstanding and bravure. Yeah. And...
0: Classic hip-hop.
1: Classic hip-hop. And the video. The video is so great. hmm They just got all of their friends from the neighborhood to come for those crowd scenes and do the hand movements and all that stuff. And mm-hmm. nobody is, like, dressed up or styled or there's none mm. of the glitz and glamour. Yeah, it's that, not that,
0: like the, the like, the uh, later Buff became... Daddy yeah. 90s video no. where everything is shiny. No produced by directed by hype williams exactly. and you're like what is happening here
1: it's <laughs> so like everybody's shot in Newark, new jersey i think mm-hmm. at least it's in new jersey yeah and it's just out there and there with the brick buildings behind and the the chicken link fences and and like everybody's it's in the winter mm-hmm. everybody's wearing you know, like and their cat coats and, and, and
0: puffer coats yeah. yeah
1: and it's just really great
0: mm-hmm. gives you a real jersey feel yeah and so let's dig out the, the sample and the sample
1: is the beat it's really the, the it samples several things mm-hmm. you know Isley Brothers they're amongst yeah. but the main sample is the, the beat is from somebody I'd never heard of before for Five Stair Steps
0: you'd never heard of the Five Stair Steps before no
1: Don't Change Your Love is the song
0: So confession time I did not know that song I mean I know the Five Stair Steps But not that particular song mm-hmm. I mean of course When I heard Hip Hop Array I knew there, it had to be A sample of something But that's not a song That I grew up listening to mm-hmm. It's a nice tune
1: Yeah And as with many samples And sampled songs It's quite different From They made it into Something completely different
0: Exactly Do you want to go Straight into that Or do you have more You want to share About the Five, stairs, five Stair Steps Tune
1: no, I, I, I know nothing about it, really. I, I only, I didn't even know about it until um, preparing for this. Oh, so, uh,
0: see, I love it. I love yeah. when you discover new music, new old music, because yeah. then that takes you down whole other avenues. Absolutely. But yes, now on to Naughty by Nature, Hip Hop Hooray. Oh, which I looked up, came out in 1992. Mm-hmm. So early 90s, you were in there
1: mm-hmm.
0: with the early 90s hip hop. classic party tune makes you feel good Mm -hmm. some would say it's a little slightly poppy hip-hop because it was a crossover like everybody liked it and there's nothing wrong with that
1: it's enjoyable yeah yeah it it is i mean it's still it's it's also a very um i mean you know they weren't
0: they weren't known as they weren't like like
1: like, they, they weren't uh uh you know they weren't a political band no or they weren't public enemy or no. nwa or anything like that but they still, were not
0: super skilled like lyricists down and dirty they were just kind of around the way guys making music
1: yeah and uh a couple of times they hit up on something really good mm-hmm. and this is one of them and uh it's kind of it's 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 in a way surprising that you know that this is my favorite hip hop song. You know, it because, is. Because when you said
0: that, it, there was also another song, but maybe we'll do an, another episode with that. I was like, really?
1: <laughs> yeah, because I, like I don't really listen to anything else by Naughty by Nature. No, you know, not and even that, that other hit, OPP. That's kind of a stupid song.
0: But also, like that, your in your heart and your soul, like your heart and soul music is very gritty mm-hmm. music, and that this is the hip hop tune that like <laughs> yeah. makes you happy. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but yeah. I'm, I listen, if, when I listen to hip-hop, I, I, I'm much more prone to listen to uh, Tribe Call Quest or, uh, or Public Enemy or something that's, you know, like more in that direction. Yeah. Um, especially, I mean, Tribe Call, I love Trap well, Call Quest. I had picked a song by Trap Call Quest, but I thought this was such an interesting contrast between yes the original sample and, and, um, and the song.
0: I would agree. I would agree. It's all good fun. It I is. like it all You gave us a lot to, to, uh, to check out I'm going to check out some more of that uh, Five Stair Steps Also uh, in Hip Hop parade. Just FYI in case you're wondering Is uh, You Can't Turn Me Away by Sylvia Striplin And Funky President By James Brown Is that correct? And um, Isley Brothers Make Me Say It Again Girl Um, And I think that's it for this episode. Thanks so much for coming and sharing your love of music, your favorite samples. Gave the people some music to check out. I'll put all the songs that he mentioned, all the artists he mentioned in the show notes. So if you want to go back, give them a listen. See what DJ Habit is up to. And uh, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Bye, y'all.
1: Bye.